T bro, your boy is scrambling here right now, man. I am, I am all. Uh, we get the, these late Friday news, and um, I've got a package coming that needs a signature, and I can't count on my wife because God knows she's not even supposed to go into the office on Fridays, but she's been there all freaking day. So I've unbelievable! Got, I can't believe Virginia going, would leave you hanging like this. I'm literally going to have to leave the program just for a minute to go sign for the package. You and I have to go rapid fire because cashing points is coming up at six. What a wild ass day, Tom. Are you at least getting something nice that you're uh, signing for? Oh, actually, yes. Um, Okay, cool. Because um, it's um, I'm I'm flying next Friday again. I won't be here next Friday for the show. We're going to be at a wedding earlier in the day. I'm flying next Friday. Um, My left AirPod does not hold a charge anymore. Okay. Oh, I'm having similar issues. My my pods keep. You know, well, one will turn on and one won't turn. You know, yeah. I'm like, it's freaking annoying as hell. So I got, I got, I got some of the new ones that are apparently like the best wireless headphones ever. That's all right. Well, you might have to send me a link. What's the uh, What's the name of them? You know, uh, a little unpaid sponsorship. So, uh, sorry, Tom. They don't need sponsors. It's Apple AirPods. Apple, never heard of them. Are they oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> up and comer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, so anyway, let's start with the big story. Typically, we go down the odds board. We all go right, through. We'll start with that props. game. Let's start with the big story because Tom Vegas always knows. And what was it about 1 p.m. Eastern today? Yeah, a little earlier now, it was like 12. Yeah. There was... was a massive, massive market shift in Chargers Jaguars from the Chargers towards the Jaguars. I think it went from six, five, now and a seven. Half, it was seven. a flat seven this morning. I because I actually looked at it. I was listening to our stream with John and Adam and Greg last night, and Adam just subtly dropped in there. I'm not so certain he's going to play. You know, there was like yeah. typical Adam Cat, and I went and looked at the line. It was seven. I'm like, uh, I passed on betting on it, and then literally two hours later, right around 12, 1230, just started boom, 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 boom. Yep. going down and now we're sitting at three across uh, the board yeah i'm seeing threes everywhere tom um mm-hmm. the over under got absolutely hammered that's down to 42 and a half i'm seeing pretty much across the board that game opened at 50 and a half so um the, uh, I, I i was proud of this one Vegas, uh, the, the sports books had chase daniel's career earnings coming in on the jaguars today um <laughs> And they are going to have a massive liability on Chase Daniel on Sunday, Tom. Um, any read now on this game? Uh, yeah, I I mean, I, I got to go with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I thought Jacksonville has played pretty well the first two games here as well. Uh, got the shutout on the Colts last week. And you know, just Lawrence has looked like a more refined quarterback here in the early going. He's got, definitely got a connection with Christian There's Stark. the package. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely leaning towards the Jaguars side, even still getting plus three. Four-point line move from, you know, from uh, Justin Herbert to Chase Daniel. Uh, I think it might be a little, even more, an even bigger move than that. So, I could, if we get official word here, I could see this line dipping below three. But, uh, you know, this is a betting show. But, obviously, if you're uh, playing fantasy this week, have a contingency plan uh, with Justin Herbert. Probably not playing this week. I I didn't have any. Oh, I do have one prop here. Uh, I took Travis Etienne over two and a half receptions in this game. Uh, just anticipating that the, the Jaguars could be losing in this game. So, yeah, Joe, I was saying I took over two and a half receptions uh, <laughs> with Travis Etienne. Just thinking it might be a negative game script. Gave that out yesterday. Now they might so be much. playing from ahead now. Who knows? So, and, and we're expecting man. a lower score game. So. Um, that, that's the one prop I have for this game. So, why as well we knock that game out and uh, we can go back to the top of the board here? Yeah, let's uh, do it. Um, Houston, oh, uh, up and down the stairs real quick. Houston and Chicago. Houston, um, uh, we've got Houston. Oh, excuse Houston. me, I have. Uh, yeah, we have Houston. Uh, Three. catching points on the highway. Tom, sorry, my my odds board is for. Okay, Houston's catching three on the highway. This opened at three. It is three. You can get some two and a halves if you like the Bears. Over-under has been pretty stagnant as well. 39, 38 and a half, 39 and a half. 
Houston and the Bears. Tom, I know Houston's defense has been okay. If I don't see it from Justin Fields this week, I don't know if we're ever going to see it from Justin Fields. Yeah, I, I grabbed three early in the week. Just thinking that would get down to two and a half. And it, it was it was pretty much two and a half. Uh, it's it's been like that 2.75. It's been bouncing a back and forth between two and a half, three, depending on what book you're at. Um, so I I, I kind of just think Houston's – I've, se- I've seen – I've been kind of impressed by their defense in the early going here. Uh, Davis Mills had a bad game last week, but that was a much tougher matchup than he'll get this week against the Bears. Um, I, the, the, the total's been in the right spot. I mean, underneath 40 points. I could see both teams. I mean, 28 pass attempts from Justin Fields so far this year. Uh, expected a, a pretty heavy run script uh, once again. And no, no, neither of these teams is going to run away from the other. Right. So. Uh, I think both we're going to see a lot of the running games in this game. So I agree with the, the total here. I'd probably look towards the under. Uh, I, I got nothing on the, on the, the prop market here so far. Nothing really. Fields nothing. 25 and a half pass attempts. What the heck are they thinking? <laughs> I know. I was actually like looking at maybe the under, but maybe, maybe this is one of those. Like, this is week three is always the squeaky wheel leak, you know? Everything that's been going wrong oh, yeah. in the first two weeks. So I could see that maybe, hey, let's try to yeah. get them, get the ball well, in the air, first drive. Let's, you know, build some confidence here. So I ended up staying away from that. But oh, I would, there's no way I'm betting that, Tom. There's no way I'm betting that. Like, I got to be honest, though, man. Like, I don't care if you think he stinks. You've got to know, right? Like, you've got, like, Hey, maybe they don't think he, they, like Greg Cosell was saying it, like they were down three scores and they're throwing 11 passes. That tells you all you need to know, right? Yeah. They're About just what they them. think. Just completely but, hiding them. Yeah. But like, you've got, like, you're, if you're, this is a new general manager and a new coach, you're not getting fired. So yeah, you might as well see what you got from the kid. Let them, right. you know, let them loose a little bit and. Yeah, you didn't draft down, him. That's not your liability. You're down three scores. I mean, yeah. You're not. You know, who cares if you lose by five scores? Let's might as well see what we got in the kid. But they did not choose to do that last week. I I do kind of think maybe we'll we'll come out and throw it around. I was I, I was thinking about maybe taking a Darnell Mooney over his total, but uh, I'm I'm just too petrified. Yeah, I, I'm, I need I'm to see I need to see Fields and them actually do it for a week. Forty four. No thanks, man. I mean, if it was down in the 30s, maybe. But, I mean, I think that everybody's thinking the same exact thing, though. Um, mm-hmm. Cincinnati at the Jets. Um, I said this early in the week, Tom. If you like Cincinnati, get on Cincinnati. I don't know if this is going to get up to seven. No, I don't think so. But I think this five, was the big move here. This Because yeah. it was just kind of sitting four and a half, five all week here. And it finally moved up to six. Uh, I don't know. If there was... There's this, there are some six and a halfs out there, so maybe it'll tease seven, but I don't think it'll get there. But I mean, the the defending AFC champions have their backs completely against the wall. That's a bet on spot. Yeah, especially I, this, with the team coming off in an emotional. It win. is a bet on spot, but I, I just don't know if I want to bet on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they did go against you know T.J. Watt and Michael uh, Michael Parsons the first two weeks, two of the best pass rushers in the league. Uh, that they'll expose any offensive line and they, and they need some time to, to, you know, get a little, you know, get reps together and uh, just, just build some camaraderie and, you know, chemistry uh, along that offense offensive line. This is a much easier spot here against the jets. Uh, it, it's just, they have just no short or intermediate passing game right now though. And Tyler Boyd has just completely disappeared. Um I mean, he wasn't very involved at the end of last year, but the, they were getting intermediate and deep shots with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Uh, it's just kind of bizarre that they wouldn't maybe try to get that going here while the offensive line is struggling. Of course, that was the famous – that was the clip that was circulating this week uh, when Joe Burrow was like, no more empty! Don't work don't, – don't call any empty set. You know, he's he's sick of getting his ass, you know, pounded here every week. So, uh uh, Most so, of us are, Tom. Yeah, I know. That's that's not a fun thing. Uh, <laughs> so, this, I'm not surprised that this moves to six, but, I mean, I, I've been kind of impressed by – I think the Jets have some skill 
Uh, Garrett Wilson, we jumped, I jumped on that prop. 47 and a half. It's just kind of been sitting there. It actually dropped down to like 43 and a half right after I gave it out, uh, which was just bizarre because I guarantee this prop uh, ends up at, at, at 50 and a half. I'm guessing maybe uh, some, they were uh, a little small bets uh, towards the under to maybe get a better number. And uh, it's been bet up now, but uh, I think it's still sitting 47 and a half uh, at most books when I was looking earlier today. So that was the one prop I kind of liked. Uh, they, they have a, an interesting receiving core. I did also uh, bet Michael Carter under 40 and a half rushing yards. Uh, just, just expected more Brees Hall here. He's been more effective. Uh, you know, Cincinnati's been tough against the run as well anyway. So if he's going to get eight to ten you know, carries, I, I like his chances of going under that. So uh, that, that's all I have on this yeah. game. All right, T-Bro, let's uh, move to the next uh, game in the rotation, as they say. The uh, New Orleans at Carolina. This will be a shit fest. Uh, New Orleans <laughs> is laying two on the high. Oh, the two and a half on the highway, pretty much across the board. That opened it to. Don't know if that'll get to three. Um, Carolina's in a bet on spot, too, because they're 0-2. It's just that they're 0-2 and, and are a lot worse team than uh, Cincinnati is. 42 down to 41, maybe some 41 and a half the total. New Orleans at Carolina. Tom, uh, some key uh, questionables for New Orleans. Everybody is questionable for the New Orleans Saints, uh, including Jameis Winston, including Alvin Kamara. Um, uh, could be affecting the prop market right now, though I am showing some Winston and Kamara props. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a, it seems like a bet on spot here for Carolina. 0-2 start, but... If you've been betting on Carolina, you've been losing a lot of money. I, I, I was, you know, do the trends article, and they, I think they're two in fourteen in their last sixteen games against the spread. So, if you've been betting on the Carolina Panthers the last sixteen games, you've been losing a lot of money. Uh, I was on them in Week One. Uh, of course, Cade York made that fifty-eight yard field goal to lose that bet, and they, they couldn't get anything going. Baker Mayfield's the same guy. Uh, couldn't get any offense going in, in New York last week. Uh, you know, let, let the Giants cover, you know, win and cover in that game. So, uh, this is, this is a game I want no part of. I, I took, took the two and a half with New Orleans. Uh, but like you said, New Orleans is banged up here. Carolina, you know, this, I mean, Matt Roll, I mean, he's got, got to be playing for his job here pretty soon. If they drop to 0-3, uh, that you know his odds for being the first first coach fired have to rise pretty pretty high here. Frank Reich is also probably sweating that out. So uh, prop wise, yeah, this was a pretty limited market when I was looking at it earlier. Uh, I was looking at some McCaffrey stuff, uh, but the Saints run defense, you know, it was like they were caught off guard a little bit by the the pistol from the Falcons in the week one. They, they played much better against Leonard Fournette and Tampa Bay last week. So I ended up staying away from McCaffrey props. Uh, you know, I got burned by DJ Moore and Baker, Baker Mayfield last week. So not going back to that well. And uh, yeah, I just saw nothing on the Saints side. Just, just too many question marks right now. So nothing really in the prop market on this game either. Uh, Detroit at Minnesota. Um, I'm, uh, well, Tom, you know, sometimes things move a little bit differently than uh than i do expect and that's because there are guys who are sharp and have been doing this for a long time uh know when to bet on a team this game opened at five but minnesota's now laying six at home to the lions who i guess have not played a road game yet which could be a factor here this game has been juiced way up from 50 and a half to 52 and a half detroit at minnesota both of these teams have played the eagles one of them fared a heck of a lot better than the other and it is not the team getting bet on right now yeah, I, I don't know if it opened five. That, that's a weird number. It was actually more like seven, seven and a half on Monday. I, I grabbed a seven and a half oh, okay, on okay, DraftKings. Right. That might have, I don't know if we're that, because uh, a lot of these are looking at We do have a couple weird opening lines from this week. Like Philadelphia, yeah. Washington was a pick. This, this has to be from earlier, like in the. In why the would Jackson? Why would Jacksonville and the Chargers have opened to pick them? By the way, so like, the, the, yeah, some of these are a little strange. Yeah, I, I'd be careful with some of these lines. Uh, but yeah, this was seven, seven and a half. I grabbed the seven and a half with Detroit early in the week. You know, that was before the Monday night game. 
They go out and lay an egg. This got one automatic, you know, quickly drops down to six this week. Um, I thought that was a big number anyway. Uh, it is a big a number. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still lean toward the line side, but uh, you know, just the way Detroit, play, you know, Detroit plays a lot more. Man, that's been a coverage that, you know, Kirk Cousins has beaten his career. So it's a good spot. You know, Minnesota plays a lot better at home. That's one of the few home field advantages that, that's really out there in the league. So I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota bounces back here, but uh, I, I like taking the, the points of the lines. They're still kind of undervalued. I mean, they were undervalued all last year, finished 11 and six against the spread. Um, off to a two and start here, got the backdoor cover against the Eagles. And then they go out and, win last week against the commanders after you know a lot of money went against them the offensive you know they had some offensive line issues uh, injury report was kind of ugly for the lines so they they still went out and grabbed the early lead and held on to it so uh, the one prop i took in this game was tj hawkinson over 38 and a half receiving yards uh he did show up on the injury report uh with a hip injury which you know, not it isn't ideal, but Adam Kaplan did say on that uh, stream last night that he fully expects him to play. And he, he, I mean, he's been getting targets. He's seen seven targets in each of the games so far. Uh, Harrison Smith got a concussion on Monday Night Football. Uh, Minnesota's been getting crushed uh, by mm-hmm. tight ends as well. They Dallas Goddard had his way. Uh, I think he had 80 receiving yards in that game last week. So oh, Harrison uh, Smith's hurt. Yeah, that's yeah. He's got a concussion. That's, yeah. yeah. So that's what, you know why I like the, the prop here. So yeah, uh, Hawkinson's been involved. I know people are, you know, people are most pissed about Kyle Pitts. We'll get into that prop a little bit later. <laughs> but, uh, TJ Hawkinson is, I mean, uh, he's been involved. It just had you know the yardage hasn't been what we wanted, and um, just haven't been connecting enough. But uh, you know the usage is what we want to see. And uh, buying the dip here over thirty eight and a half. Uh, I thought it should be mid 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 forties here, so good little price at thirty eight and a half. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. Oh yeah, I wonder if anybody's going to be interested in watching this game. Uh, Buffalo laying five and a half on the highway, which is always a weird number to see. Tom, this game fifty one and a half now up to fifty three. Um, Buffalo is decimated in the secondary right now. They're going to be starting two rookie corners. Could be starting two backup safeties against uh, Miami. Jordan Phillips and Ed Oliver, the defensive tackles are out. So there is a lot of problems. What about Armstead is pretty questionable too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. So That's a a problem against uh, Vaughn Miller and company as well, Russo. um, Yeah. So, I mean, what what is your read on this game, Tom? This one is going to be a wild one with all the injuries that we have uh, for Buffalo and both sides. Yeah, I mean, the over money was obviously – pretty sharp uh I, I mean, i'd still look towards the over i would not be surprised if we get this up to you know 54 55 points i don't know if it breaks the 56 but uh this secondary is really banged up and i grabbed buffalo early in the week i didn't think their injury report would turn out this gruesome uh, i wish you know oh, I, yeah it's pretty gruesome yeah i don't want to be i i'm regretting uh getting the Buffalo at, I got it at minus five and a half. So at least it was a good price. The, the line hasn't moved that much. I, I didn't, I just didn't, I thought we would get maybe, uh, I didn't expect the defensive tackles to both be out. Uh, oh, that's yeah. That's, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. And the safeties. I mean, it, it sounds like, is it Poyer or Hyde that might have a Poyer, chance? Poyer has a chance. Hyde does not. Hyde is out. Hyde's already been rolled out. Yeah, I confuse those two so much. They they wear similar numbers and, and, uh, and they do similar things. They're yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're very good players. Um, so I, I did grab Buffalo minus five and a half. Obviously, I still like that. The number hasn't moved actually that much, even with all the injuries. Uh, I I think the line probably would have moved up to maybe six and a half if the the injury report one had been. Hadn't been so gruesome. Uh, one prop I did take here was uh, Chase Edmonds under 35 and a half rushing yards. I kind of took that before the Oliver news, but uh, he kind of got demoted last week. Raheem Mostert so became re- became the, the lead runner. Uh, only five carries in that game. Uh, home underdogs. Uh, I mean, Buffalo, I mean, don't get me wrong. Both of those injuries, uh, you know, those guys being out is big. But they they do they they have a very deep defensive line. 
so they they should be able to. to Tim Settle's questionable too, by the way. So there's yeah, there's another would, defensive tackle. Be, I'll start to get real worried if we get <laughs> Tim Settle also out. So, uh, but I still like that under 35 and a half. It's just just not a lot of carries for Edmonds right now. Uh, so I grabbed that under 35 and a half. Uh, let's go next to, uh, two teams in bet on spots here, Tom Vegas and Tennessee, both Oh, and two, um, not all reports are ugly too. Not all Oh, and twos are created equal though. I think Vegas has looked way better than Tennessee. This, uh, is two, I'm seeing some two and a half, even some one and a half. I was going to say, I'm going to guess there's going to be some money on Tennessee's side after, Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs thing. has an uh, Hunter Renfro has a concussion. He's out. Jacobs has an illness. He is questionable, but did not travel with the team to, to Nashville. Now, m- maybe he just wants a private plane. Which, hey, that sounds like a heck of a, that sounds like. Oh, I don't feel good today. Uh, but tomorrow you could you could charter me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, I mean, we there is still COVID around. I have to wonder if you know he he they don't want him to be around the team. Uh, if he's still right. infectious. Or... So that's the thing, right? The NFL doesn't have strict COVID policies, but yeah. teams. If guy, might... Yeah, if a guy has COVID, they don't want him to be, in, you know, being around the other players. So yeah, I, I have to think maybe, you know, I don't know, you know, it could be, he might have I, That, 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 I, that is exactly what I thought made a whole lot of sense because we still got the reports that Micah Parsons isn't practicing and they tested him for COVID because if he does have it, they don't want him around the team. So mm-hmm. right, that, that, I'm guessing that's exactly what happened with Jacobs. Yeah. So th- this this spread, I, I mean, it does, doesn't Tennessee? Isn't uh, Bud Dupree also? Oh, he's, Tennessee he's has Tennessee Bolton. is banged up in the secondary. Tennessee doesn't have a pass rush. Their offensive line, Tom. Oh, the one. Yeah. The one. Uh, how about what Cosell said? I didn't realize that. Their What's left that? guard weighs 275 pounds. Yeah, they were talking when about that on the, the last broad- time. That I mean, happened. you were probably uh, watching the Eagles broadcast, but uh, as someone that had yeah. a Bills fan in, in my house, we were watching to the bitter end, and they were talking about that. Uh, I can't. I'm blanking on the guy's name, but they were talking about it on the broadcast that he's the smallest. And they it's uh, Aaron Brewer. Brewer, that's right. I was like, when uh, is the last time there was a 275 pound? There might have been a center. Maybe like that's what I, I mean, he kind of reminded me like old Jermani Dawson uh, for the Steelers. Just yeah, that you know, just a just a physical specimen, just not not very big, but just real athletic. And um, so this this spread, I have no idea. Um, I I went with Las Vegas here. I, I don't have a great feeling on the the Titan side. It, it kind of feels like the sky is falling there. I was looking at. Um, Derrick Henry under his rushing yards. It's sitting like 83, 84 and a half. I didn't end up betting that. I still might add that later, uh, but it is getting some action towards the under. So I, I might just lay off. Yeah. The one prop I did hit early in the week was Devontae Adams over 77 and a half receiving yards. Oh, I don't even want to know where that is now. Yeah, I have to wonder. I mean, I guess the one concern I might have is that um, it, it sounded like he got bracketed a little bit last week. Uh, and yeah, well, the, Titans, <laughs> the Titans don't have anybody in a bracket. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. They don't have Christian Fulton. Uh, you know, Diggs absolutely annihilated. Well, Fulton, Fulton is playing, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but he might be a little comp. You know, he might not be at full strength uh, if he's coming. It's off eighty-two injury. and a half now. I still kind of like the over there. Quite yeah, I, I, I think these. You know, they're going to go back to him and try to feed him here this week. So, uh, love that over seventy. I, I thought, you know, when I'm looking at these, you know, I have a yardage number in mind i thought it was going to be 86 87 and a half uh for the for the props so get something that's like 10 yards underneath uh so i still kind of like the uh, the number at 81 82 and a half depending on where you're looking um mac hollins by the way had 66 receiving yards last week and the prop is 38 35 and a half i mean He's a full-time player. He, he's, he's a full-time player. There's no Renfro. Not that he's going to take Renfro's role, but yeah. like, I mean, Matt, that's a one play kind of prop too. Like you, yeah. you bet the Pickens prop. That was the Thursday night special. The, the, the catch that, that Pickens made, that was an easy win for the, uh, for the prop. I don't know if I trust Matt Collins enough though to, to yeah, yeah, that's two the... good, two good games in a row. I, 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 I kind of like Keelan Cole as a, as a player more than Matt Collins. So I can see him. You know, there's certainly a drop-off from Hunter Renfro to Keelan Cole, but I, I think Keelan Cole is a, a decent pro here, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he 
uh, you know, does decent out of the slot here. But uh, I, I love that Adams prop. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get too bracketed that Derek Carr's afraid, afraid to throw to him this week. Uh, you go from 17 targets to seven targets. Uh, I, I don't think that will be the case this week. Kansas City at Indianapolis. Uh, guess where the money came in on this game, Tom? <laughs> Indianapolis. No. <laughs> Didn't. Um, yes, it did. I've been, I'm on Indianapolis at plus seven. That was oh, six really? and a half. Oh, yeah, six and a half, seven all, all week. And then it's been bet down here. Oh, well, I mean, uh, uh, well, I mean, let, let's just put it this way. Let's, from where it was on the look-ahead line to right now. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, not too surprising after Indianapolas gets shut out by yeah. Jacksonville's awful defense. Oh, but um, Indy's now, it looks five and a half. I'm seeing some sixes out there, Tom. Um, when you get that key number, there's always buyback. Um, I wonder if yeah. this will get up to six and a half, maybe seven again. Um, when the square money is coming in, this yeah. I mean, if the square money's, you know, if this is going to be a complete sharp, you know, the, the the savvy betters versus the public betters, all the public betters are going to be on Kansas City Chiefs. You know, Chiefs are a public team anyway, they cover a lot. Uh, the Colts got embarrassed last week, yeah, they've been awful. Uh, you know, the offensive line hasn't played well, the defense isn't getting a pass for us, the secondary's been picked on so it's not surprising that you know it's going to be a, a, a divided game here but uh i i saw a seven with the colt yeah you know, i'm not gonna the colts have done this the last couple of years i i just i don't understand why frank reich's teams get off to such slow starts but it does kind of happen every year uh this is their first home you know this there's a lot of things you know oh and two team first home game of the season they've been on the road for the last two weeks uh, Chiefs have some positives going for them too. You know, they, they have the extra uh, three days of rest mm-hmm. uh, after playing on Thursday night. I don't know about you, Joe, but I, I, I wasn't like totally impressed by the Chiefs last week. I no, Chargers, I wasn't either. I mean, I that's, the Chargers out. They won. Yeah, they won. Uh, they had the big interception, uh, kind of swung the entire game, but I wasn't totally imp- impressed by the Chiefs last week. So, um, I, I, there were a six and a half sevens out in the market earlier this week. I grabbed a seven with the Colts. Uh, looks like a good bet for now <laughs> until the, you know, until we find out if the Indianapolis Colts truly do suck. We'll find out this weekend. I mean, we, we definitely will. Any props that you like from this game, Tom, that, there, I don't know if there's anything really standing out to me right now. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, oh, well there was for whatever reason, they put out an Alec Pierce, uh, receiving prop at 25 and a half yards. I bet the under on that. I'm just curious if he's going to have the same role. Uh, we've seen, I gave out Ashton Dolan last week uh, on a Sunday morning there. He's looked good. He's, you know, he was the fill-in for Pierce. Uh, he went for, he's got like 120, 130 yards. He's been kind of like uh, Matt Ryan's guy here before, you know, obviously Michael Pittman is his guy, but you know, kind of his secondary guy. So uh, curious if Al, I, I could see more of a rotation with him and Dolan. So um, took the under on the 25 and a half. I think there's, I, I, I'm not sure if it's still out there. Uh, there was some, it was getting bet pretty, pretty dramatically towards the yeah. under. I think it was to 23 and a half last time I looked. Uh, I was also looking at Travis Kelsey props. Uh, the number's pretty reasonable. I, I just didn't pull the trigger. Uh, 70 and a half, 71 and a half, depending on where you're looking. I kind of see him, you know, he's had some success against Gus Bradley defenses last year, whenever he was with the chief, uh, with the uh, Raiders, uh, against that cover three that he likes to play, which, which is a big concern for me because Mahomes is, uh, traditionally ripped cover three defenses, but that's also been with, uh, Tyreek Hill in the mix. So. Um, uh, curious to see if that trend continues. I hope it doesn't as a, somebody that's on the Colts side. Uh, let's go, Tom. We got, Ooh, we got to hustle up here, T bro. Uh, we got, uh, because, uh, the, 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 the DFS bro. Yeah. Stay tuned for the DFS show. After yeah. Uh, we've got a, we're on the same channel, Tom. So they're going to preempt us. Uh, if, uh, if, if we run over there, um, we've got the Eagles at the Durs. Uh, the Eagles are laying six and a half pretty much <laughs> across the board. At the command, I've seen some sixes out there uh, if you like the Eagles in this game. Uh, it was a 50. Uh, now it's 47 and a half. Um, both of these teams have been over to, well, 
Maybe not. Well, until last week. Until That's... last week when the Eagles turtled in the second half because Well, I... and the the you know, Kirk Cousins did his work. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Eagles turtled because they didn't. Kirk Cousins wasn't a threat. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I actually took the over when it was at 50. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Uh, on Monday, just thinking that Monday night could be a little bit of a shootout. And then I forgot that Kirk Cousins can't play on prime time. That line moved down to 47 and a half. I still think it's going to be. I, I think Carson Wentz is like an over quarterback anyway. They're, they're playing aggressive. They're throwing the ball downfield. We know Carson Wentz is going to throw an interception or take some stupid sacks. Uh, all good things for overs. Uh, I still kind of like the over here. Um, but it, it's moved down to 47 and a half. I wouldn't be, a, be afraid to bet that, obviously, if I'm at 50 and I kind of liked it. So uh, the money after Monday night also came in on the on the Eagles. Uh, that, that line was sitting four and a half pretty much across the board on Monday morning. Uh, not a surprise, you know, after the, you know, that was projected to be a, a close game with the Vikings. Two and a half was the point spread. Uh, so you go out and blow out one of the top NFC teams. Not, not a surprise. And it, and it wasn't even, it wasn't yeah. even as close as 24 to seven. Yeah. And Washington has no home field advantage. There's going to be, that's going to be a 50, 50 crowd. Probably Washington's starting quarterback is going to get booed out of his own building. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, not a surprise that the money has come towards, the Eagles in this one. Uh, in terms of props, I don't think I have anything on this one. I was looking at Dallas Goddard numbers. Uh, they just keep opening that line at like 45 and a half, 47 and a half. It's, it's sitting right there. Uh, you know, it's, he's just a really good player. They always design screen passes for him. I guess the overall volume hasn't been there. That, that's what's kind of keeping me away. He, I think he, you know, it's only like 10 or 11 targets so far this season. But he's been hyper efficient with them, uh, leading the leading all tight ends and yards per reception so far. Uh, but uh, that's what I was looking at. I still might add it. He's yeah. You know, I, I think he killed the the commander. I almost called him the Redskins. Uh, almost killed the com- Commanders there last year as well. So uh, that was one prop I was looking at. Any you're the you're the Eagles guy. You got any? Uh, Taking a quick look at that, anything jump uh, off the page well, for you? Well, Washington, I got to be honest with you, Tom. They've got a lot of in- uh, injuries on the defensive interior there. I, I, I was looking at Sanders, too. I'm thinking Miles Sanders, who has played very well so far this year. Um, yeah, I'm thinking a little Miles Sanders action there at the 63 and a half. Over. Yeah, I, I guess I'm still just a little bit worried that at any point that could become a split. But he is play. He has looked. Uh, I'm regretting I did not draft him at all this year. I took a lot of Kenny Gainwell. He has looked fantastic here, at least through the first two games. Well, you know, Sanders does typically look fantastic, and then he picks up a hamstring injury or he loses a fumble, and then then we're back. That's, to yeah, that's on. the other thing that's kind of like, oh, I'm like, he's he's about due for something to, something negative to happen here. He, he usually you know, doesn't string together too many awesome games in a row, so it feels like he's due for a setback. Um, all right, let's next move to Baltimore and New England. Uh, Baltimore laying three on the road, seeing some two and a halfs out there if you like the Ravens, but there are some threes as well. Um, uh, the over under here being 44, Tom, Baltimore and New England. It looks like Baltimore's secondary is getting a little bit healthier. Yeah, uh, but Lamar, I think there's some concern in the market about Lamar's elbow. Uh, he showed up on the injury report for that. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. I don't know too much about that. He he did practice in full the last two days. So yeah, I, I, I'm just saying the market seems yeah. to. Uh, I was because I was kind of eyeing his passing numbers. Um, it was sitting like two seventeen and a half early in the week. Uh, there's been some action towards the under. Just I think there and just seeing the point spread also moved down here to two and a half. <coughs> I just think there there is some a little bit of concern in the market about uh, Lamar Jackson in this one. So uh, I did take Rashad Bateman. He he keeps getting priced like he's a, a wide receiver too. Uh, I grabbed it. I think forty six and a half was his receiving yards number. I mean, this is like the third straight week where he's just come in here in the mid forties. I keep thinking he should be priced in the mid fifties uh, as the number one wide receiver. But uh, I guess the market kind of disagrees. 
He did show up on the injury report. Do you what what was the story behind his it was it seemed like it, it was, might be like per, a it was a personal day. issue. It was a personal issue. He's gonna play. <laughs> yeah, okay, he had a personal so, issue today, yeah. Yeah, so he didn't practice today, but uh fully expected to be with the team this weekend. Uh so I mean if they're gonna continue to price him like he's essentially a number two wide receiver, uh, I'm gonna continue to bet it. Uh, it, it does have some, at least on DraftKings, I'm looking at the number. It's 47 and a half with some money towards the over. But I, I was looking. I, I think it's still pretty much 48 and a half, 49 and a half if you go to your FanDuel's or Caesars or wherever. So I, I still like it. I think he should be priced mid-50s, and uh, they, the market keeps coming in pretty low on him. Uh, yeah, you talk Jacksonville and the Chargers. Atlanta yep. and Seattle. Uh, Seattle laying <laughs> one. There's some, there's, there, there's some pick'ems out there. Um, we've got, uh, we've got a 42 total pretty much across the board as Atlanta travels to Seattle, uh, get the hot and ready's out for this one. Oh my, this is going to be a, this is going to be a stinker. Um, Atlanta and Seattle, any thoughts on the side here, Tom? <laughs> Not really. Uh, I took Atlanta for ATS poll, you know, the, the, our, our staff picks. Uh, it has, I mean, it's been the money has been coming towards Atlanta all week. This line kind of opened two, two and a half uh, on Monday morning. It, it's been just slowly trickling toward. I, this is one I would not be surprised if Atlanta goes off as the favorite. Uh, it's just been kind of steady stream. It's just, I mean, we haven't seen anything from Seattle's offense. It it looked good for a quarter or two in that uh, early in that Denver game, and I mean, Gino Gino needs to. I mean. They got all the the speed with Goodwin and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and we got Geno out here throwing five yard passes on every play. Uh, Rashad Penny's been off to a slow start. Um, Ken Walk, you know Ken Walker, you know they got Ken Walker and Rashad Penny, and they're playing Travis Homer on forty five percent of the snaps last week. So unbelievable. Uh, just totally mismanaged here. Uh, so Leah Leah's been frisky at least. They had the big lead on on New Orleans. Uh, I had I bet on Atlanta plus eleven and a half last week, and they felt kind of snake bitten to be down twenty eight to three. Uh, they were moving the ball on Los Angeles in that game, and they found themselves behind. And then they did have a special teams play that kind of swung it in their favor, and then they had a chance. It was twenty eight twenty five with a chance to win it, and Jalen Ramsey had an interception late in that game. So, I mean, they've been. And I think teams have, at least Los Angeles and, and New Orleans, have had a little bit of issues uh, with this, like, pistol offense that they're kind of running with Mar- Marcus Mariota. Uh, haven't had issues with Kyle Pitts so far, though. And I'm, I'm on it. I'm jumping on it, Joe. Got you the, are. Yes. Got the – we got a 41 and a half when it first came out. Oh, it's on, now up – now it's up to 50 and a half. Everybody I, I mean, it was, it was a ridiculous line when it came out. I'm like – Am I seeing this right? I mean, I know he's been bad. I mean, he's been invisible. But, I mean, it's just all been anti-Kyle Pitts all week. This is this is a squeaky wheel game if I've ever seen one. They are going to feed it. And freaking Seattle's secondary is atrocious. Uh, I mean, you, you can remember back to that Monday night game in week one. Oh, yeah. There was guys with, like, long hair coming out. You know, guys I've never even heard of at tight end for Denver – like Beck and well Albert O, of course, but uh, they, they had like four or five different tight ends catching the ball. Uh, you know, their secondary, you know, they can't slow anybody down uh, at receiver. You know, Russell Wilson went for 360 in that game. Uh, so I, I have no concerns with, with the Seattle defense. I, I think Kyle Pitts is probably going to have a pretty decent bounce back game this week. So uh, I probably, I would not bet it at 51 and a half now, though. So I hope you. You follow the site or you're on our Discord and you're able to see that line early on, uh, I think it was Wednesday night when when it first came out. So I hope you got it then. 51 and a half, it's, the value's gone. I probably not, would not bet it. That's kind of where I expected the line to, to open up. Uh, so we're, we're buying the dip here. Kyle Pitts is going to get more than 41 and a half receiving yards this week. I think that's a, probably a pretty good bet, Tom. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. let's go to L.A. at Arizona. Rams laying three and a half. 
Um, we're looking at a total here of 48 and a half, pretty much across the board, the three and a halfs and the 48 and a halfs as LA goes to Arizona to take on the Cardinals, who I believe the markets are viewing that as a pretty fraudulent win against the, uh, against the Raiders last week. I get, I, I, but I also think they're thinking LA is pretty fraudulent here too. This, Mm. this has been a line that has just kept trickling down. Uh, it was five, five and a half on Monday and it's just like, just steadily steadily like yeah and that's down. fair that's a lot of points for yeah. kyler murray this is catching. i am jumping on this as soon as it gets the three it, it, i'm seeing DraftKings is minus 115 to to the arizona side if it gets down to three i i will be jumping on los angeles they los angeles has absolutely owned arizona we can remember back to the postseason game uh you did you don't blitz matt stafford and uh, Vance Joseph, that's that's all he does. So love the matchup on the offensive side. Uh, LA is a little banged up on defense. I think maybe that might be, you know, Troy Hill goes out. A mm-hmm. uh, little bit worried about the uh, Los Angeles defense here at this point. But uh, I, this is the spot. I, I, I think the, the Rams might shellack them. So if, if we start to see some threes here, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the Rams side. I'm going to be jumping into this one. Um, any, uh, by the way, uh, a prop that I might like, although I, I'm not sure how long this can, this can last the Dorch torch, Tom, over th- three and a half receptions. Um, it's plus money. Um, and the Rams are giving up more fantasy points to slot receivers by expectation. Um, this is from our fantasy points data, uh, ninth most, uh, over expectation. Uh, so, Dorch, light the Dorch torch again, man. He's got the, uh, he's got. He's, I like that one, Joe. Uh, I was actually looking at his receiving yards. I did not, I did not 36 see the and a half. And like, um, yeah, that, that for a no Rondale guy, again. Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, it, and it doesn't seem like Kyler's been locked on, you know, Hollywood. There's something's been a little bit off there. AJ Green's completely, yeah, he's, oh, he's toast. toast. Yeah, um, you know, Ertz is back to being Ertz again. But I, I, I'm i with you. I, I do kind of like that. So uh, it's a good matchup out of the slot against the Rams. So, you know, you know Jalen Ramsey ain't going to be concerned about Greg Dortch. So <laughs> this could this could be a, a matchup. I, I kind of like that, Joe. It, I, I might be jumping on that as soon as this stream's over. Good. Yeah, and I like that. I like that because, like, yeah, Um, I, I unfortunately, I don't have the plus odds at my shit-ass uh, – um mm-hmm. offshore book but um your south I do carolina have, I do, book i have i have good i have good odds um on it it's not you bad. need to get a guy down there joe oh i need you need to just walk around greenville and look for a bookie for hey me. are you a guy <laughs> yeah do you got are you a guy or do you know a guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm sure there's there's guys down here oh um, i'm sure there are <laughs> like yeah, i mean they're one of the last states without uh you know sports books i'm sure there's Lots of guys down there. Yeah. Um, let's go uh, now, Tom, to uh, Green Bay and Tampa Bay. What a shit fest this is going to be. And, uh, and and quite frankly, Tom, I mean, it, if you like defensive football, this might be the game for you. Um, plus, uh, the Packers are catching one, one and a half somewhere. I'm seeing a half a point, which is essentially a pick em at points bet, um, except, you know, there are ties in the NFL. Um the under was absolutely slaughtered here. Yeah, this, one, uh, this one was interesting, Joe. It, it opened in May at 52. Yeah, it's down to 42. You now, imagine if you had a freaking over 52 ticket back in back in May, you're probably like, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. That would probably be like 55. Because yeah. when these two guys play, it's always like a 54 or 55 point yeah. like, you know, uh, total. So. But all the receivers are hurt. Now, Alan Lazard will play. <laughs> The Buccaneers, we're not sure of any of them. Um, yeah, Gage, I saw Julio's going to go down to the Hushmull. Somebody asked me, if, like, somebody asked me, well, Joe, if Julio's healthy, would you put him in a lineup over DK Metcalf? And I'm like, trick question. He's not healthy. <laughs> Julio's He's never, never healthy. Um, uh, so, but uh, Tom, I mean, uh, yeah, I understand why the under money's come in. You know, Tom Brady, uh, but how about how about his injury, by the way? The jokes write themselves. Oh, the ring finger? The ring finger. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tom, but. Tom, what's your analysis here of Green Bay and Tampa? I mean, the under was the only only bet that made sense to me, but getting me to go to the window 
for the under on a game featuring Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers when the over-under is 42 is a hell of a lot. of it, 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 It's a lot different than saying that looks like the right side. Yeah, this line opened up at three on Monday. I'm kicking myself. I was looking at the Packers side just because I knew how banged up Tampa Bay was, but uh, didn't take it. Now it's down to plus one here. Uh, I don't have I, – I, I took Tampa for – uh, ATS purposes for stat picks, but not, not, no strong feeling on this game. Uh, this is one I'm going to sit back and kind of watch it. Uh, I did take some unders, uh, in this game. I took some Tom Brady under his 255 and a half passing yards. I believe that's been that's trimmed plummeted. down. By, yeah. It's tr- been trimmed down by like 10 yards or so. 15 at this point. Oh, is it? It's down to 240. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, which was funny because I gave it out and, uh, our buddy Moyer, he uh, he's like, it's up to 260 or whatever. I first gave it out. I'm like, don't worry. It's going to go down. I, I'm kicking myself that I gave it out 255 and went up to 260 for whatever reason. Now it's down to 240. So, uh, nope, not a big surprise there. I also took uh, Leonard Fournette under 28 and a half receiving yards. He's been dealing with like this hamstring injury since, you know, week one. He, he's going to play. He's been playing through it, but he, he's apparently has some soreness. He's been limited in practices the last couple of weeks, just non-existent in the, in, in the passing game here. They also have a, some offensive line issues. So, you know, not, not running as many routes. Uh, I kind of like that one. It was 28 and a half. I think it's been bet down a little bit to like 25 and a half this afternoon when I saw it. Um, and the Packers haven't given up, you know, much to running backs through the air so far. Uh, our projections had them at 19 yards. So, a uh, couple unders on passing props for the Buccaneers in this one. Uh, let's now go to the Sunday night game. I'm actually pretty excited to watch this one because Denver has looked like dog dirt so far, Tom. And um, I, and, and I want to see if Hackett is going to piss his pants on national. Uh, that's, what, that's what I want to watch. I, I want to see Russ and, uh, you know, Russ like absolutely perplexed running around with like a chicken with his head yeah. cut off and uh, uh, Hackett would we'll see what Hackett, you know, that, what, what he does and, yeah, so I, I in this one I lean in towards San Francisco. Just yeah, I, I San Francisco's de- get, given one and a half. By the way, uh, forty-four the total. Yeah, the totals uh, hasn't really moved much. I mean, th- this was a game I thought maybe more points might be scored in it, uh, but Denver's had major issues punching it in once they get into the red zone. So uh, I was looking at the stats. It was they they've been in the red zone zero uh, for six so far. That's unbelievable. 22 plays inside the 20-yard line. 18 passes to four carries. They're letting Russ cook. Oh, yeah, he's cooking all right. He's, he's giving everybody salmonella. Yeah, it's it's been ugly so far. So uh, I, I don't really have anything on this game. Uh, props have been were kind of limited. So I'll, I'll give a look here, uh, late, uh, you know, probably tomorrow morning or on well, Sunday. Maybe we'll get some Sunday night props. That's good, Tom, because uh, we've got to move here so the cashing points guys can get in. Monday night football, Dallas at the Giants. The Giants are laying one. I'm actually kind of surprised by that, but um, it might be uh, Cooper Rush, you know, coming off of, you know, an emotional win and and people I think are, are underestimating the Giants. 39 and a half, 39s are out there being the total. Mm. Um, the one thing that does concern me. Now, Michael Parsons has the illness. So keep that in mind. But that is what concerns <laughs> me after listening to Cosell. He thinks that Co- Cosell oh wouldn't say God. this. There, on- is there any player that Greg Cosell loves more than Micah Parsons right now? No. Um, <laughs> He's here's the thing about, here's the thing about, and Greg loved Evan Neal's tape. Greg essentially said on the matchup points live stream, Micah Parsons is going to kick Evan Neal's ass in this game. Yeah. It, it's not going to be a fair fight. It's not a fair fight with most tackles in this league right now. Uh, so I, I think that's kind of why the money's been going towards Dallas that they, you know, he could single hand, you know, he's worth a couple of points, but if he's up in the air for maybe playing, uh, maybe, maybe don't run, run to the window quite yet for Dallas. You know, we expect him to play, you know, barring if it's COVID or something like that, that, that would, you know, keep him out. It, it is a Monday game. So they have an extra day to get ready. Uh, the money has been coming on Dallas though. It was started, it opened uh plus three has been getting bet down. This might be another one of those games like Atlanta that uh, flips to the, to the other, to the road team actually being favored in this game. I, I took giant. I, you know, I'm not confident at all. I can understand why there is some money 
going against the Giants. Uh, one of our Discord people, you know, is, you know, reached out and said, you know, I bet the under on uh, nine and a half wins for the Giants. Uh, I, maybe it was eight and a half, actually. They've been kind of fraudulent so far. You know, they potentially played against maybe the two and two of the worst teams in the league, uh, in the Panthers and Titans. You know, close victories. You know, not really statement victories. Daniel Jones has looked like Daniel Jones. The, the receiving core is still, you know, really, really ugly here with Kadarius Tony and uh, Kenny Galladay uh, mailing it in and not playing. So uh, I can see why money went against the Giants to fade that 2-0 team. It's uh, a bit fraudulent here. Uh, Cooper Rush has held up well. In his, you know, he's held up well last year in that spot against the Vikings. Uh, played well, well enough against the Bengals uh, last week. So uh, I can see why the money's come in here. Uh, the prop, the early prop I took was over 37 and a half receiving yards for Sterling Shepard. I think that's been bet up a little bit. 41 four, and a half now. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say I saw 41 and a half uh, this afternoon. So 10 targets last week. Uh, you know, they're all short targets, but. He's, he's the number one guy. I, I I think Dable has officially like, fuck these guys. I'm done with Tony. I'm done with Galladay. I'm playing the Tony guys. Tony didn't actually, practice today, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he, he's, he's like, I'm just playing the guys I want to play. Tony, I mean, I, like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist at this point. Like, the guy doesn't want to play football. Like, he's not always hurt. Like, he just does not want to play football. Like, and Galladay is the same way. He's just cashing his checks right now, so. Uh, Sterling Shepard is a guy that wants to play football. He came back from an Achilles injury last year. Uh, surprised that he was out there week one. He's been uh, right back to his old antics. He's getting open, and he's kind of Daniel Jones's guy. So I, I still like it at 41 and a half. Uh, I thought it should be should have opened more in the mid-40 range. All right, T-Bro, we got to get out of here so the catching points guys can get in here. Uh, I'm Joe. He's Tom. We'll be with you next week earlier than usual because Tom and I are both traveling to Philadelphia for weddings. I have two weddings. I have one on Saturday yeah. and one I mean, on I Sunday. Was, I, I was supposed to be in both of them. Uh, well, not in both of them, but at both of them. I, I, I can't do the Sunday one, though. I can't leave a... Or Ben yeah. Kukanis and everybody else shorthanded on Sunday. I'm so uh, I, I'm giving the best man speech, so I exactly. do have to be there. You had so, to be there. So, I, so yeah. um, all right, guys. Um, I'll see y'all. Um, uh, thanks to our boy. Um, uh, Sean. I, was about, I was about to say Kukanis. I was like, that wasn't Kukanis. Thanks to Sean <laughs> behind the glass. Uh, yeah, thanks, he's everybody. way better looking than Ben. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Bye-bye.